This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandy shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303 mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. So yesterday I am uh, sitting down and my phone beeps and it says, Bank of America, did you authorize $54 to DoorDash? And I said, why? No, I didn't. Uh-oh. So I called the bank and they said, you should go on your app and check out how many DoorDashes you've ordered in the last hour. <gasps> and so I go on, and there are 17 DoorDash orders. Amazing. You're so hungry. You're from really... $105 at McDonald's. So I was like, oh, okay, oh so well, Danielle stole you. my car. Yeah. Danielle <laughs> stole my car. <laughs> was there any party that was like, did I smoke too much pot? Did I just? So it was like it was like twelve or $1,400 in an hour to DoorDash. Amazing. Do you think it was one person or you just got hacked and like 14 people were sharing That's my your guess account? is I got hacked. So obviously I was like, uh, this is not me. And we have to go back and find the first one where it's like, no, wait, that was my first one. But in like an hour, someone had taken my card information 
and put $1,400 on DoorDash. Okay, question. Was it all going to the same address? No, apparently it wasn't going to the same place. And a bunch of them like, uh, this, here's the thing that was weird. Like 11 of the charges were for exactly the same amount of money. Hmm. $54.38 or something like that. Right, right. So this is the second time in my life either somebody's stolen my stuff or I got full on identity scammed. Does that happen to either of you? Hear me out. They're ordering food. I feel like you should let them do it. Nope. I feel. I feel like. No. Nope. Now I hungry. want their food oh too. Gonna, is, I want to take the food out of their like hands. Someone is is Robin Hooding you. I, I, yes, th- but you would lose nope. so. I mean, fourteen hundred dollars in an hour. Think about it, if you. I, I could see Danielle being like, "Well, they they must need it. They must and need then it." Two, two but days it's going later, to different she houses. Spent I, that's why I'm saying if it was going to one house, I would no. say, you know what? There's no way you could eat that much food. No. It's not possible. It's got to be a scam, though. If that many of them for are for exactly the same amount of money, it's not like some Robin Hood guy was like, I'm sending $54 no, but, uh, worth of food. I think they figured out what triggers the, exactly. the amount. Exactly. And they go, anything exactly. under 60 bucks goes yeah. by unscathed. Well, yeah. And if this is a Robin Hood situation, call me the sheriff of Nottingham. I'm going to burn down their entire <laughs> village. So no problem with that. Don't take my stuff. Don't take my. <laughs> well, it's not taking your stuff. It's just taking your money. And, that's my stuff. And that's my stuff. Food, food, Will. <laughs> Don't care. Don't care. My money. Have you? Has that ever happened to you? Have you? Have you guys ever had your identity stolen or any money taken from like? Oh, Rob. Okay. Yeah. I just <clears throat> last year had um, a batch of checks stolen from the mailbox and dollars oh. taken out over of over the course of a few weeks. Wrote checks. They didn't even try. Oh. There was one check that was for like. $3,700 they wrote. And in the memo, they wrote refrigerator repair. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You repaired a, a refrigerator for $3,700? You could you go know? buy a, you could buy a regular refrigerator and fill it with gold for $3,700. Maybe that's what they were doing. They was Robin Hood and they were filling the refrigerator trying, yeah, with maybe gold. Maybe they were trying they to were, keep the food for all the poor families. Food. You should have just You're let right. them I was, have it. I should have let them have it. <laughs> No, No, it was really, you know, what was really annoying about it is that um, the minute they flagged it as fraud and contacted me and were like, whoa, hey, I think this is fraud. It was like, yes, that obviously all of these very much are some of the not signed by me at all. None of the signatures matched. Even the handwriting was all different. So it looked like multiple people writing checks to different things. Um, So I immediately closed the account and opened a new account And yet the bank, which shall remain nameless, continued to cash checks from the new account using the old checks from the old checking account. So even after it was like, oh, wow, well, thank goodness we got a hold of it now. Another like $7,500 left the new account. And it was like, how is this happening? And they were like, oh, sorry, it's because there's a 30-day period where anything you have, technically the two accounts are kind of linked for 30 days in case there's something outstanding that you have. It's like, stop doing that. Stop it. Just stop stop it. it. I'd rather rather one of my checks bounce than for... Anyway, so yeah, Ryder, you've got to have been robbed. I mean, that's how they get you, Ryder. <laughs> how they get you, Ryder. Uh, uh, the, the only, I mean, yes, like little credit card things and stuff here and there. But I, actually, do you guys remember when, um, like, I lost one of my best friends when we were doing Boy because he stole money from me? 
Oh, I, I just don't remember forgot this. that story, but no. yes. Yeah, I was like, I guess so. It was probably, probably right about season four, like right about where we're recapping. Oh, but um, yeah, I had a, I like one of my, my closest friends. I had like two friends. Um, one of them, I still have Nathan. And then my other mm. best friend, I'll, I'm not going to name him, but um, we were like inseparable. We were like the three musketeers <clears throat> from maybe 13 on and 13 until like this time at 17. And, um, yeah, like he, he had this, this summer, I guess it was over the summer or whatever. He just got, he, he started going to raves and getting into like drugs and experimentation and like, which a lot of people were, but like I wasn't and my buddy Nathan wasn't, we were kind of like separating from him in some ways, but he suddenly like was buying everything, like buying stuff for people all the time. And like, he would show up and like, and we'd be like, what's going on? You know? And it was just kind of like this weird time and, and, but we were still seeing each other. And then like. Um, at some point we decided I hadn't seen him for a little while and we decided to throw a party at my house because my parents were in Hawaii and, um, not that we were throwing a party without my parents knowledge. It was just that we had the whole house to ourselves. My parents mm-hmm. always let us like have people over. So we, so this friend and, and I and Nathan were like, well, let's, let, let's have a night to get back together. Cause we hadn't seen each other for a while. And we we're like, yes. And we threw this giant party. And, um, and like all the, all of our friends from Sebastopol came and like, we got to see everybody and like, so it was just a great time. And then the next morning I wake up and it's me and him and Nathan and Nathan has to go home. So we say goodbye. So it's just him and me at the house and we're cleaning up and talking about the night before my dad calls from Hawaii and he's like, um, Hey, have you, oh, no. do you still have your ATM card? And I'm like, God, yeah, I, I did lose my ATM so. card like a couple of months, like a month and a half ago or two months ago. And he's like, okay, well, I got called from the bank. Somebody's been taking your money out uh, and using your code for the last like month and a half, two months and taking, you know, I think it was like $1,500 over the course. And I was like, oh, oh my God. And he's like, yeah, but you know, he's like, here's what they said. They said they, they're, that people usually end up admitting it because you had to have given the code to somebody. So they're going to say you have to, you know, uh, they're going to find the cameras. They're going to have cameras at these ATMs. So tell people, start saying, telling to your friends now that like, they're going to get the camera. so smart. I know. And I'm wow. like, okay. And he's like, you know, he's like, he's like, I don't know who, you know, he's like, and I'm like, well, I could, you know, and I start thinking about who this could be. And I hang up the phone and I turn to my buddy and I'm like, oh my God, could it be so? And we're like going through the list together. And he's like, yeah, no. I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like it's gotta be. And I like nail it down to like a couple somewhat shady people. Because, you know, when you're a teenager, you hand your credit card or your ATM card, be like, you take out 20 bucks. And I, at least I did. Yeah, you, I, I, did I was not. a kid. No, I didn't. And, I did. Yeah. And so he's like, and I'm like, okay. And then, um, and then I'm like on the phone with Nathan who had gone home and he's like, well, you know who has had your credit, your ATM. And I'm like, what? And he's like, so-and-so. And I look out the window at so-and-so who's at the house with me and he's sitting there smoking a cigarette and he had like quit smoking. I see that he's like sitting outside my house, like smoking nervously. And counting money. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh no, oh God. And, and Nathan's like, yeah, dude, he, he, I saw him. He had it like, like a couple of weeks ago and I asked him about it and he was like, no, no. And so then I hang up the phone. I walk outside and my buddy's like, can I just, can you hold my hand? And I'm like, okay. (laughs) And he's like, I feel so bad and I'm so sorry. And I don't, you know, and he just tells me the truth that he's been stealing money from (gasps) me for like the last two months. And it was awful. I mean, and I was like, what do I do, man? Like, you know, and like, I know, I know the worst part about it is like that I, I know, I know why he thought it would be okay. Because, you know, I was one of these kids who like had money and like, Had money to a degree and, that's ridiculous. And we generous about and it. And I was generous yeah. with it. And he knew that yeah. I didn't really care about money. He right. knew right. that ultimately, if he needed money, I would always get. But 
he stole it from me, you know? Yeah, and so, so then we went into this weird period for several months where I didn't know how to like, I didn't want to cut him out of my life because I loved him and he loved, you know, we was like, I don't, I want to be a friend. But of course my parents were like, he's, we, we have to tell his parents and yeah. he didn't want them to tell his parents. He was like, Oh, I'll just pay you back over time. And so my wow. parents were like, Ryder, do you want to work this out with him alone? And I was like, yeah, let us work it out. He'll just pay me slowly over, you know, and, yeah. And then after like a couple, like after doing that for like a week, my dad was like, no, like if I was this kid's parent, I would need to know. Like he yeah. still lives with his parents. So my dad called his dad and then his dad, who was this hardcore, like kind of like a more authoritarian, he like worked for the Boy Scouts and like he like came down hard on his son. It was mm. like, oh, and I felt bad, but also, you know, you stole money from right. me. For yeah, right. no, it's big. Uh, it's big. was awful. And it was just, the, it was the dissolution of the friendship, it, you know, but it was like a slow dissolution. It was just so painful Ugh. because I wanted to be able to say, I can forgive you. I understand you just got caught up in this period and thought that you could get away with it or pay me back or I don't know what, but that ultimately the trust was just ruptured. And it was like, we could yeah. never get this back. Um, so it was pretty devastating. Yeah. It was like the, one of the worst like losses and you know, I, we've seen each other over the years and it's like fine. And obviously I wanted like, in retrospect, I, I can pretty much chalk it up to like teenage stuff, you know, like being teenagers, right. it's just on a scale that's so much higher than like, you know, it's not like he stole even like five bucks from me or whatever. It's right, like, right. And, and the fact that he did it repeatedly, that was like yeah. one of the hardest parts is like, over a, like a month and a half, two months, you're going and consciously taking out a hundred dollars, yeah. taking another two hundred dollars. It's like that's sneaky, but it's just hard to yeah. forgive, you know. Yeah. I'm a still, I still have faith that Will can work it out with his thief, and they could be best friends. Yeah, we already yeah. know he likes to he order likes from McDonald's. McDonald's. You guys could just <laughs> go what, have a burger. That's funny. Here's the thing. Out. I know McDonald's well enough to know it doesn't <laughs> taste the same if it's delivered to your house. You're right. You got to go get it there. Touche. It, Touche. Thank you. Welcome to Pod Meets World. I'm Danielle Fischel. I'm Ryder Strong. And I'm Will Friedle. We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what, what else was your mom doing? Uh, my mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You are right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books Company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code WORLD. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh... Every step feels fly. 
When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. As a podcast focused on reliving memories from our past, I can tell you firsthand, as you get older, your memory just isn't as reliable as it used to be. Yeah, if we didn't have Will here, there would be a lot of dead air. <laughs> that is true, Robert. Well, guys, since I know you need a little help, you're going to love Legacy Box. It's the safest way to digitize your home videos and pictures, even when you think you don't have a way to watch them anymore. Oh, this is perfect, especially with Mother's Day right around the corner. It really is the perfect gift for the whole family, whether it's a sweet 16 or college graduation. First steps or performing a Backstreet Boys dance in between scenes on your childhood network sitcom. This is the way to reconnect with your history. The process is so easy. You just fill your legacy box with old VHS or camcorder tapes, pictures, negatives, film reels. I mean, they even work with over 15 different types of analog media, so they have you covered. Then you just send the box back and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the U.S. And you'll get it all back on the cloud or on a thumb drive along with your originals. I recently sent off my first box to Legacy Box and I got into my old storage unit and found about 40 tapes, all different media. And I was able to label each one and send it off. I cannot wait to see what these tapes hold. Jensen and I also recently got some of his home videos digitized and being able to hear his parents' voices again has been a real gift. So join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Go to LegacyBox.com slash world to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. It's time to connect with your past and make sure those memories are preserved properly. That's LegacyBox.com slash world. Welcome to this season four recap of episode two, Hair Today, Goon Tomorrow. It originally aired September 27th, 1996. The synopsis, Topanga takes drastic measures to prove to Corey that looks aren't important. But when Topanga gets a stunning makeover, Corey starts to feel even more self-conscious. It was directed by Jeff McCracken, written by Susan Estelle Jansen. Uh, before I jump into guest stars, do you guys want to say... Overall thoughts, I, 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 how did you feel watching the episode? What, what were you thinking? Uh, I think it's a perfect episode of Boy Meets it's World. It's awesome. It's perfect, perfect. unbelievable, it's perfect. scene uh, by scene. It's perfect. I think perfect, it's a perfect episode. It's a perfect yeah. episode. I mean, I, the only thing I perfect. did think, well, I did think the A story could have been, a, like, I, I wasn't laughing all that much during the A story, but it doesn't matter. Mm. Like, it's no. like, like there have been funnier episodes of Boy Meets World, for sure. For sure. Will's story, one of the funniest ever. The funniest so things great. I've ever seen. One yes, of the funniest that, things I've ever seen. That is hysterical. But the A story wasn't, like, super... Funny, but I don't care because Compelling. it's just so fun. It was so and, great. Oh my God. It I was loved just it. like, yeah, perfect. We're two, I, and at I, least for me, we're two for two for season four. Yeah. Season four is starting 
Gangbusters. For Gangbusters. Me. Love I, it. I think this episode was just wonderful. And like, it's yep. like it's like all the things that you want. Like Turner's back. Turner has a literary wow. involvement. Like it, literally everything I would have asked for. D- Dan- uh, Topanga and Sean having a have moment, a moment. that's like built on their relationship. I mean, just yeah, awesome. Perfect. Perfect. And Corey's Corey coming from a place of insecurity and like like just perfectly positioned as like this, you know scared kid like learning scared about the world kid and, and like, also yeah. finding spaces to to to, to f- comfort other people who are also going through things like there for Topanga but also like ever not a single shot wasted in this episode nope. I also will say I cannot believe I did not remember that good looking detective and, is and the you're same cutting your hair it's the same episode because I remember every single moment of your B storyline will every single moment of it. And I remember it being my favorite Eric thing that had ever happened. And so obviously yep. you would think that I would go, well, of course he's got this great storyline and it's the same week I get my big haircutting storyline. But no, I also so remembered all of the details about dating the townie and yet didn't remember that the townie episode is the same episode as good looking detective. You just yeah. hit everything I said too, to the point where when I turned it on last night, I'm watching it with Sue and I came up with the bathrobe and the cocoa puffs. I'm like, Oh, this is the same episode? How is this the same episode? That's I had no what idea. I said. No idea. Yeah. This it is was it's literally awesome. perfect television. Yeah. It is. I agree. It was an incredible this might be my favorite overall <gasps> episode of the Thank entire you. series. This might be my number one favorite Me episode too. of the series. Me yeah. too. Even the guest the guest ca- the guest cast was great. Like everybody, yes, yes. all the guest stars were but amazing it, too. Yeah, it was perfect. I, I if you were to say, like, what is the like because 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 I do think that like all as much as I've loved other episodes in some ways more they're not as balanced but this yes. one balances the drama and the comedy so perfectly oh. like that scene with the townie is just like the townie girl date like is just wonderful because yes. it's like completely Ma. not played for comedy it's just yes. played for like life lesson and not in a like dramatic like mopey nope. no. like no let shame me tell you how either. to feel no no shame just like oh <laughs> it's yeah. so good it's also good. <laughs> And then, yeah, the, I didn't even think about it until just hearing you say that now, Danielle. Like the fact that the good-looking guy is thematically linked to your your yes. storyline too, and like about good looking. It's so good. It's it, so, it's so uh, incredible. Uh, it feels truly. It feels like this episode could be its own class in sitcom writing. Like mm-hmm. you, every the scenes were the right amount of time. Like they were the they were a yep. good length. Yep. I I loved every single thing about. Who was the credited so, writer on it? Susan Estelle Jansen. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. So good. I, I, I don't normally say this about us either, but we're all great in this episode. We are phenomenal. <laughs> really good every, you know episode. what? Truly, every single person brought yeah. their A game this week. Yep. Ben yeah. is in A plus form. Writers yep. in A plus form, like you re- mentioned, Will. The guest cast is incredible. Will, you are. This is the best I've ever seen you. Yep. I don't disagree. This is Will. I don't disagree. Hands down. Is, and. Oh, and then the guest cast with the, the guy who plays the haircut, dude. Dom like, Dom that is the toughest thing Dom to do. The uh, toughest thing to do. Yes. Walk in, do one like over the top kind of bit, but yep. I loved him. And he huge so stand up, huge stand up comedian, good so friends good. with Jerry um, Seinfeld, Dom Irera, incredible. Oh my God. This, the, everybody nailed it. This was such a good episode. How Tony makes it through that scene where he has, and not laughing, and I think he must have. I kind of have memories we of did. filming we, that scene. Yeah, we, we used to do that all the time. 
It, uh, okay, I, I'm so excited. I, I always worry if we like all love an episode so much, it's going to be boring. But I am bubbling at the seams with how much I want to talk about this episode. Yes. It's so good. So let me so jump into the guest star. Anthony Tyler Quinn, uh, a.k.a. Tony Quinn, our Mr. Turner. He returns Ugh. after missing the season premiere. He's, of course, Jonathan Turner. Stand-up comedian Dom... Irera, is that how you say his Irera, name? Yep, Dom, Dom Irera. Irera appears as Bosco, also known for roles on Seinfeld, The King of Queens, and the cult cartoon Dr. Katz, Professional Therapist, mm. and Dana Dowry as Tammy, who you might recognize from the early 2000s show Providence. Also, She's, at the time, Jason uh-huh. Marsden's live-in girlfriend. Oh. She and Jason lived together. That's yeah, so, why I remembered her so well. Yes, she, was, she and Jason were together for a while. Yeah. She should have been in everything. Everything. She was great. She was great. So good. Gosh. Yep. Her line delivery of you have your parents helping you? Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. And oh, then so good. Will Estes returns to Boy Meets World, this time as Dylan, who is different than Alex, who he played in season two's career day. Twins. Twins. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a it's a Phoebe Ursula thing from Friends. Uh, they're twins. They're twins. Hillary <laughs> Hillary uh, Tuck was triplets. That she was triplets. Right. She, 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 she was, was triplets. She one of three triplets. Absolutely, you just never see them because they're on right. different levels of the tower, but and yes. they never talk about it. Correct. Right. <laughs> So I figured it out. I figured we jump into the episode with our new convertible credits opening. And this is where I noticed because it's this episode, the season premiere opening was a spoiler for my haircut. Mm hmm. Oh, I wouldn't yeah, have I even thought it of it because my hair I is in either. the cut. I didn't think yep. of it when we saw season one, but yep. here we are. So uh, this time I could not get over the fact that you and Ben are sitting on the back of a convertible while driving. <laughs> oh, you, okay, you, that's the first time that you <laughs> no, didn't it, you we talked about it last time, but this time it drove me crazy. I was like, no, they're like seriously driving down the yes. road like this for the whole time. It never Writer. stops. It's never like we're doing this for a moment and then we're going to get down. You it's at one point are sitting on the, on the side door. door. Yeah. As where the way kind of driving is this? Like, why? <laughs> Just put us in the car. Shut it's up. not it a does. parade. We're on a highway. <laughs> I also think Ben is wearing the equivalent of a short sleeve shirt, and yet I have three layers on, including a winter jacket. Nobody knew what was happening. <laughs> no. No one had any idea what was happening, but oh my gosh. Okay, so that opening... It is a little, it's a, it's a killer. Let's say that it's a killer. The worst. So to jump into our recap, Corey and Eric, we see the bedroom. Eric is sleep talking in Spanish, waking Corey up. The alarm clock quickly follows and Corey tells Eric he was doing it again. Eric asks what the Jenny McCarthy dream or the Spanish baseball announcing? Corey responds, a baseball. Eric tells him that's good because Jenny's starting to get needy. Eric says, once you hit a certain age, you're afraid to go to sleep at night. And Corey tells him, once you hit a certain age, you're afraid to wake up in the morning. And then we are in the boys' bathroom. I remember this. I remember shooting this where they just put the camera in front of us, just dead on. And they're like... It's Here's perfect because it's like the least flattering when a yep. camera's that I close know. to you with a slightly yep. wide angle. It makes your face all distorted. It's so like, and everybody yeah. just look, and I love it. It's played perfectly. I, so love I also record. would give my right arm to have that same sleep outfit Eric's wearing. He wore it a bunch of times with the 23, yeah, the matching sh- gray shorts shirt and, and the, the matching shirt. Short. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that all day. I also love even the, the continuity thread of the fact that you're in those same pajamas the whole episode. Yeah. It's never even like you change your pajamas nope. to nope. separate days. You just are living in your filth. And yep. I love it. It's I great, just love it? it. Wallowing. 
wallowing in it. So Corey brushes his teeth for approximately 0.2 seconds. And Eric walks in (laughs) telling him, you're avoiding the mirror again. Sooner or later, you're going to have to look at yourself. Corey turns to the mirror and sighs. Oh, man, it's me. Eric assures him that every teenager goes through this gawky, awkward, hate what they look like phase. Corey questions, well, what about you? And Eric tells him, yeah, you think that, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Such a good line. (laughs) So good. Uh, Corey, a.k.a. Ben, in my opinion, is actually having not at all a gawky, awkward teenagehood. No, no. But that's the no. point. It's I just, know. It's, I'm not saying we shouldn't do, do it. Yeah. I'm not saying we shouldn't do the episode. Yeah. But I would just like to comment. I think Ben looks phenomenal. His hair mm-hmm. is great. It's yeah. a little longer than usual. I also think maybe there's some blonde highlights. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, think Lori had given it a yeah. little bit of highlight. But I like it when Ben's hair is a little long. Like, I do yeah. too. When it's too short, it, it, you know, it's just kind of boring. But when it has a yeah. little bit of extra When it's a like little this, longer, yep. I love it. And his yep. skin is nice and clear. So anyway, Ben looking that, great. But that's actually a good point, though, because a lot of kids, even when they look fine, think they look awful. Exactly. And that's the point no, where it's, it's like, you, no, dude, you, you have look so great. Many, exactly. well, but you get used yeah. to your little kid face and you're not, you, you're not into your adult face yet, you know? Right. So yeah. whatever that is, it just feels awkward for yeah. everybody at some point. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. They, they did also play up a little bit of his, his, I think they dressed him a little awkwardly in this episode. I thought the help. same thing. Cause they had him like tuck in his pants. Tuck in in with the belt. He looked he, like, yeah. he looked like he was trying to sell me a cell phone. Yeah, he did. exactly. Yeah. With the yeah. coral shirt on, like, hey, yeah. man, can I help you well, find I something? Like, I think yeah. the direction was probably just make him dress like a like a grown man. Like, you right. know, he does, he's not yeah. dressing hip at all. He's dressing right. like a sailor. Exactly. Exactly right. Exactly. Like, make yeah. him look a little like a, a mid, mid-life guy who, yeah. Right, which I, I think is works. a cheat that they do with you, too. Like, they use the clothes to tell yes. the story. Yeah. Because of just to let the hair tell the story, it's not no. enough. No. You know By what the I mean? end, and the it was the hair and either. you clearly had a, an a interview at, a prison, at, a, at, a, at some kind of bank or something. <laughs> yes. When you're, <laughs> when you're you wearing- prison. I was like, no. why would I wear that to prison? <laughs> the, well, no, that wouldn't be good. They're, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're going to come to the show anyway. I think um, that is that is one of the like the only like real criticism I would have of this episode is like the 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 haircut itself like you should have gone extreme like the whole point should have been that you made listen, yourself actually unattractive which if you, never happens wha- you like, have right. a note from Michael happens. Jacobs because my Ugh. hair was still longer than I wanted it yeah I, I know. it was still yeah. at least four inches longer than I was hoping to go right. uh, and so you know that was I think what they were going for and they tried to get it on the shot when you walked away is. Ugly, quote unquote, is the chunky that you got everywhere. It it looks fine. You could just see it. it. You're like, oh yeah. (laughs) Well, that's easily fixed. It's not like you you don't need a a genius. You just go somewhere. I'll do it. Like, give me the scissors. It is. Well, it's it's essentially it's taking somebody who's insanely good looking and going like. Your hair doesn't match now. <laughs> yeah. Now you're ugly. Like, yeah. no, it doesn't. Yeah. Well, no, if she had gone like you. this, like a full jagged, like yeah. upward across yeah. her chin, then you'd be a like, lob. how are we going to fix this? And yeah. then it comes out into like a cool, stylized, a asymmetrical lob, haircut yeah. or something. Yeah. A lob, yeah. that's what I said, yeah. is your lob. Is this peak, Danielle? You said you'd know when you saw we're, it. We're peak? entering it. We're ent- okay. It's definitely post-haircut. Uh, right. and, and so maybe it's going to be... Maybe the start of season five where my haircut's really settled and I come back with a tan. Okay. <laughs> We're going to be entering. I'll tell you. I'll we'll know. I'll know exactly okay. when it we'll is. Yeah. There. I'll know. Um, so Eric says for the next few years, he's going to be growing into his new look and everyone will understand that. Then right on cue, Morgan shoves a Mr. Potato Head doll right next to Corey and mimics him. Hi, I'm Corey. And for the next three years, I'm going to look like a potato. Corey says, the child speaks the truth. Morgan <laughs> parades around as Corey announces, I 
Corey Matthews am a potato. A potato. <laughs> Notice she's also, you only catch a glimpse of it, but still in the same footy pajamas. Is yep. she? She is. Gotta keep oh. her young. Okay. Yep. I mean, she at she's least She's 32 they're... at this point, I think. <laughs> at least they're, <laughs> at least they're, they're consistent. S- sticking with it. Yeah. Consistent. Are, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, and then we're in the school hallway. Big scene alert. I forgot it happened so early on. Me I too. really did. That's I was like, thing. what? We're already here? Act one, scene A. I know. It's so, yeah. boy, I, I couldn't wait. Couldn't wait even one second longer. So, But it's good it, because it means that like. It's, the whole episode we get to deal yes, with. Yes, you get to analyze and to go over. It's not, yep. you know, it's it's not like leading up to that event. Correct. That it's not, the, not the climax. It's the catalyst. Yeah. It's the event. Yes, yeah, so I love it. So the camera pans past student fixing their hair and doing their makeup in the locker mirrors. This is some evolved uh, background actor business. You know, and can we talk just for a second about how weird it is to shoot stuff where you're looking at yourself in the mirror on camera? It's bizarre, isn't it? It's bizarre because you're not, you actually can't see yourself. You can only maybe see one one portion of you. But in order for the camera to see you, the the locker has to be exactly like taped to a position. You can't move. And the way you have to stand is in a place where you actually can't really see yourself in the mirror. So what you see them doing is them just pretending they can see themselves in the mirror. So- I always think about that. And then to have some background actors do it, that's some evolved background actor business. So Mm -hmm. Corey's doing the same in the mirror, but his mirror is just a picture of Mr. Potato Head, which is a cute joke. He grabs a wooden pipe, just like Mr. Potato Head. The pipe had me laughing. I know. It's like, I'm going to sell it. uh, If I'm going full Potato uh, Head, here's the pipe. Feeney (laughs) walks by and grabs the pipe out of Corey's mouth, forcing Corey to say, now I got no pipe. And Sean's staring at himself in the mirror, and Corey tells him, yes, fine, you're perfect. Now, can we get out of the hallway where everyone can see me? Sean tells Corey, I just need to get a little more hair in my eyes. Then Corey ruffles up Sean's hair, and Sean looks in the mirror and says, huh, also good. Corey is upset that Sean's hair always looks good, and he tries to make his own hair move in the same way. Sean stops him, saying, stop, he'll cut his fingers. Corey agrees he's overreacting, but he says between Sean and Eric, he feels like he's surrounded by people with perfect hair. Topanga on cue walks up with a very large art bag of sorts, which is yes. perfect nice little, uh... direction. <laughs> because if you think about what's coming up, if I had a regular backpack on, and where would the scissors, scissors be? Yep. How would I have to swing the backpack around? What would yep. I have to unzip to get them? Yep. It would take up so much time and a lot going on. So Jeff McCracken, being the genius he is, said to our prop master, David Glazer, being the genius he is, let's give her an art bag. She's carrying something to go to her next class, which must be art. Which is, by by the way, right when you arrive, uh, there's a background actor behind you who just stares right at the camera. Oh, really? (laughs) Just right, like right in between you, just right at the camera and then walks off. Like, oh, hi, mom. So Corey points to Topanga and adds, no need to explain this relationship, is there? Corey tells Topanga he's feeling a little insecure today, but he's sure it'll pass. Right as he says this, Dylan, Will Estes, with his perfect hair and his polka shells, comes walking (laughs) up to Topanga and asks if she wants to go out this weekend. Topanga tells him, of course not. I'm going out with Corey. Puka shell Dylan surprised and tells her, you're still with him? I figured you would have dumped him over the summer. What? I just love this whole scene. I was like, it's so oh good. God, the it's, best. Just talking about him like he's not he's there. He's not even there. <laughs> this, is cla- this is what I love. Is like Corey trying to be confident. Like he's like, oh, I'm just having a bad day. I'm just insecure. Corey. Like he's yes. not putting it out on anybody else. And then the nope. situation comes in that just rubs his face in it. And then he can be as upset as he wants because yep. he's reacting to something actually happening. I That's like what we lacked in that, you know, yes. I, I feel like in previous episodes, it's like, 
Okay, yeah. now I'm totally on board with Corey. Like, I see this happen, He's and great. I'm like, oh, the poor guy. Like, yes, you're just with him. A, yes, it's, it's so even good, Corey. Even if yeah. he overreacts, it's you funny. can go, that's okay. Yeah. It's okay to overreact. We all overreact sometimes, right. and you're figuring the world out. So, yeah. right. But you're right. Perfect. It's when he when he starts off by being like, I'm not feeling great, like an honest, yes. and then also a scenario gets right in front of him that blows yes. up in his face. Okay, yes. and yep. you and, can do anything after this. And when he's this Corey, exact, that's exactly what I was going to say, when he's this Corey, even later where he's like, the universe, we're supposed to be together, it doesn't come off as creepy and weird. Right. No. It right. comes off as hopeful and Correct. like yeah. goofy, and so you're fine with it. Yes. So this Corey, more of this Couldn't Corey, please. Couldn't agree more. Yep. So, uh... Topanga asks him to leave, but on his way out, he says, well, if you do decide to dump him, here's my card. Corey reads Dylan's card out loud. Locker number 168. Sean shrugs and Corey gives us an undercover. Huh. Did you hear it? It's a little undercover. I do so it too great. in this episode. I can't remember where, but I do it. it. And then you okay, almost break. And then you almost break. It's like we're sending coded messages to each other. It's yes. so funny. So right when I saw it, I was like, oh, we just did the hum. I'm left. so glad we all saw it because oh, sometimes yeah. only one of us notices it and we're like, no. oh, I should go back and watch it. But seriously, yeah. this no. felt like us time traveling uh, uh, yes. where I really felt yes. like I was like, oh, we. Ben and I are like we like clearly decided to try and insert huh yes, into as many can. beats yep. as possible, and we yep. all notice them now. And I, they're and I bet you glorious. our writers didn't, and that was part no. of the joke was that Correct. we were slipping them in as yes. reaction beats just because we thought it was just huh. so funny. And if they let us, if they didn't notice, we were getting away with something that was <gasps> just a message to each other. We've smuggled in little <laughs> messages. It's I yeah, it's like writing Strafty Bright on my folder. Yes. It feels yes. so good. It's I yeah. love it. That's awesome. exactly right. We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what, what else was your mom doing? Uh, my mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You are right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books Company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code WORLD. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh... Every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. 
Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment Professionals can be as easy as a phone call. And one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Corey gives us that undercover, huh, before admitting that's a nice locker. Topanga assures Corey that it was just some guy asking her out and it isn't a big deal. Corey explains it's not a big deal to her because she's the ASCII. And why are you always the ASCII? Because you are gorgeous. Topanga thanks him and tells him to give her some credit. Boys usually date girls based on how they look, but Corey dates her because of who she is inside. Corey looks at Sean and they both start to laugh. Topanga continues, the only reason you think I'm good looking is because you care about me. Sean starts to laugh at this again, but Corey doesn't follow. He scolds Sean. That was one laugh too many. That was one laugh too many. I feel like it could have done another one, right? Like, there needs there, to be three. There needs to be three. That's it. Do you think that's they my cut only one note. out? Whole episode. Maybe, but that's my only, my only note for the whole episode yeah. is, you know, if you had done two, <laughs> been three. you could yeah. then say three yeah, is three. one too many. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I feel like we must have. And then they were just like, eh, let's yeah. just cut to the joke. Cut. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there must have been one beat too long and they were like, mm-hmm. we can just cut that. So um, Topanga assures him that no matter what she looked like, Corey would still think she's pretty. Corey continues being insecure, saying he has a nose that takes up half his face and hair like a Brillo pad. Topanga tells him she loves his face and she loves his hair. But most of all, she loves him because of who he is. So Topanga finishes her sweet speech saying, I hope you love me because of who I am and not because of my face and hair. Corey stares at her blankly and says, if I looked in the mirror and saw what you see, I'd feel real good about myself too. Topanga asks, oh, you think that's it? You think what gives me all my confidence is my face and hair? Corey adds, and the fact that they're perfect? Yeah, I think that puts a little spring in your step. Topanga then pulls a pair of scissors out of her bag with record speed because... Great directing by Jeff McCracken. I've got the art bag. And right in front of Corey, she chops her hair off. Mm. She cuts her hair a bit. She cuts her hair a little bit. She she cuts five inches off. Just... Uh, Yeah, so the studio audience is like stunned silence, hands him the pieces she cut, asking if she's any different now. Corey's in shock, and so is Sean in the background, and so is America. America shocked. Shocked. Topanga continues cutting her hair as Corey says she's somewhat less predictable, but he'd still love her no matter what she looked like. Topanga says she's glad he learned something. She starts to walk off with her unevenly cut hair and then stops in her tracks as she walks past Sean's locker 
and his mirror in disbelief. Sean predicts she's going to scream now. Topanga proceeds to let out a giant scream as she's holding her uneven strands of hair. Just there we go. Yep. Awesome. Catapulted I remember we into talked a wonderful about this episode. At a, at a live show and you told me you thought you cut off a foot. We did. By, it, the it was, by the time it was, by the time Lori had done, done the I hair. I thought when you were actually cutting it, you'd cut a foot off. Oh, no. By the so time no, we were was, done, yeah. like where my hair ended up and where it had been, it was over, it was 12 yeah. inches. But um, no, that, no, because no, yeah, watching just, it as a guy, it made me feel good thinking that you thought that was a foot. <laughs> <laughs> That's. <laughs> <laughs> At no, five inches. sorry, Will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. <laughs> you were like, wow. All right. Maybe. I've got something here. All right. <laughs> we're in the school hallway. Tabanga is still staring at Sean's locker mirror, reassuring herself that it's just a little hair. It has nothing to do with who she is. Corey is still holding her chopped off hair. Topanga continues, I'm still Topanga Lawrence, and nobody who cares about me will even notice, right? Feeney walks up and greets Corey and Sean. When Topanga turns around, Feeney says, ooh, what the heck happened to you? Topanga worriedly tells him, I've cut my hair in an attempt to show Corey that physical appearance is secondary to inner beauty. Feeney sees Corey's handful of locks and tells Topanga, well, in that case, Miss Lawrence, I applaud your attempt at teaching a very valuable lesson during these extremely vulnerable teenage years. Topanga scream cries, you think I'm ugly? And she runs away. The boys all stare in disbelief and Sean announces, nice going, Feeny. I love that. <laughs> nice going, Feeny. <laughs> so cute. Did I ever tell you guys this, the story of the conversation I had with my mom that's very similar to this? You think I'm ugly. I was in high school and I only wanted to wear tennis shoes with my dresses. And my mom is of the camp that like tennis shoes don't go with dresses. You wear sandals or heels or something. They just, she didn't like that look. and. I really, I don't remember where I was going, but I was getting ready for something, probably some sort of date. And I came downstairs in a sundress, like a long sundress and tennis shoes. And I said, what do you think about this outfit? And she said, I don't think the shoes with that dress are flattering. And I literally burst into tears and yelled, you think I'm fat? And ran upstairs. (laughs) And she was like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? I what is going on? Anyway, it's literally the first thing I thought of because I remember it so vividly, <laughs> and it's uh, another one of those very relatable teenage moments where mm-hmm. you're. It's also a very relatable adult marriage moment. Yeah, <laughs> Not <laughs> it's that just too. a very relatable <laughs> moment between two people. <laughs> I was I was very emotional as a teen girl. Uh, so then we're in the girls' bathroom. Another new set alert. Topanga is staring at herself again now in the bathroom mirror trying to figure out what to do with her hair. She's next to two fellow students, one of whom is Jessica Bibbo, who we spoke to during our background actors Mm -hmm. episode, if you guys remember. She's next to another background actress, Wendy, and those two have kept in touch since the day they met on set during this taping. That's so so cool. cool. Isn't that amazing? I have a question for the two of you as directors, because you know kind of more of the behind the scenes stuff than I do. A set like this, do you have any idea what it costs to build a set like this? Is it is it ten thousand dollars to build a set like this? Is it a hundred thousand dollars to build a That's set? That's more like of this? a producer question. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, we it's, need a UPM. it's expensive. It's expensive because you have to pay unions. I mean, the crews are really expensive because they build it right. within a night. Basically, right? Like, oh yeah, they build it within a night, which means they they put it up, paint it. You know, so like you have to pay somebody to design it. And then, then you have yeah. to pay some, like a crew to construct it, and then you have to pay a crew to set deck it. 
set yeah. decorate it. And so that's like three distinct like crews at least to just right. even get it Working done. Overnight. And they do it so fast. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. And also, they work all night. Later, so like, yeah. that sink is practical. That yeah. water works. So yeah. they have to get oh, right. water. Sure. Yeah. They have to, So it's you know, probably closer to the $100,000 than yeah. it is the $10,000. Yeah. I don't know. On a union job better. like this, on a union job like this, yeah, because you're paying everybody union wages and it's like, right. you're paying overtime if they have to do it. Like, you know, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. But I think, you know, if you were doing it on a, like a low budget indie whatever, you could get this done for 10 grand. You know, right, like you could right, just right, right. throw this up because the materials themselves are actually pretty cheap. It's like exactly. cheap plywood and paint. It's yep. all fake, like brick. Yep. All the stuff is fake. Um, ex- oh, I guess the toilets would be real and the sink would be real. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know. Just, yeah. I was just curious. So anyway, Corey barges in, still holding Topanga's hair, which he's using to cover his eyes. Man coming in, I'm not looking. I'm just here on business. He opens his eyes and tells the girls they probably want to scream and scatter now that he's in there because he's a boy. The girls look at him without a care in the world and just go back to fixing themselves in the mirrors. Corey looks around and asks why they have a couch, and Topanga tells him sometimes they need to lie down. Corey says that that's where boys are different. They're in, they're out, they don't like to linger. The two other girls walk out, and Topanga admits that she would like to be alone. Corey sits down on the couch and tells her he'll be alone with her. You don't have any problems. Look at yourself in the mirror. You're still beautiful. Topanga walks over and we get some shaky camera work as the Topanga walks oh, over. Did, did you guys bobble, notice really? that? No. Yeah. There was a there was a little uneven camera floor. bobble. Yeah, it must have been an uneven floor there. Uh, Corey tells her she was right. It doesn't matter what she looks like. It only matters who she is. And Topanga reveals, that's my problem. That was only because I was comfortable with my appearance all this time. But now I'm not. How shallow can I be? Corey assures her she's not shallow. She's the deepest, most thoughtful, profound person he's ever known. Topanga asks how her hair looks, and Corey tells her, that's not one of your strong points anymore. <laughs> Very funny joke. Funny, I mean, supportive. Is, he's like, he's but this great is, Corey. Right, but it's also just great writing, right? Because now yeah. these yes. two characters have got, entered the upside down, right? Like, yes. they started, they started where she was supporting him for being insecure. And then yeah. through the course of the events of this episode, already they've completely reversed roles. And now Corey has to be supporting her. That is just perfect writing. And I believe yeah. it. Like totally. I, they, they've, they've clearly stated everybody's like been able to go and it's been fun along the way. It's just yeah. absolutely yeah. perfect writing. And the yeah. idea that they're doing it in a bathroom, like yeah, they're yeah. doing it in a bathroom. It's right. just, it's so awesome. It's everything about it is perfect yeah. yeah and and i i believe that Corey, when he tells her the very same lesson lesson she was just trying to teach yes. him in the scene yes. before that he believes it he does yeah. believe it and, and he, that he can't even apply yeah. it to himself yet you nope. know that, exactly. that there's still a journey to be had but he's just yeah. trying to make her feel better and right. being honest with her totally but not being recognizing honest with her how it and reflects yeah Exactly. And she's not Still not being able her, yeah. to internalize it for himself, yeah. but, but recognizing you are right, though, because yes. here yeah. you are in the same situation. And I think you're crazy because I, I, I love you and you're beautiful no matter what. But so, that's the joy of him never also looking in the mirror or having the mirror in his locker is he won't see himself. Right. At, throughout the entire episode, which is so cool. So even when he's when he's reversed the thing, oh, it was just, oh, it was also good. It was also it's so good. good. Topanga grabs her strand of hair from Corey and looks at it disappointedly. Corey asks how long it took her to grow her hair that long. Topanga tells him six or seven years. And Corey excitedly tells her that's perfect. Corey explains that in six to seven years, her hair will grow back and he'll be out of his goosey goosey stage. <laughs> know, what does that mean? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. <laughs> Onomatopoetically, it works. Goosey. And I love the little, <laughs> little like, like, weird, body like, shaky ah, Trying to make it kind of cool. Ooh, like yeah, goosey goosey. Goosey goosey so stage. Funny. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, man. And he tells Topanga this is going to make them even closer as a couple because now they are in perfect sync. Topanga smiles and kisses Corey, telling him that's why she loves him. After school, she'll go to the beauty parlor and she's going to get her hair evened out. Topanga leaves the girl's bathroom and Corey stays behind. Sean immediately walks out of a stall and asks how the conversation went. Mm -hmm. Corey tells him everything's going to be fine. Topanga's going to go to a beauty parlor after this. And Sean gives him his, his own little undercover, huh? Huh. Huh. And, and then, then says, and then so what do you want to do now? <laughs> oh, this is where you almost broke. It's almost so broke. Great. Yep, that you got so your con there and almost broke. Huh. <laughs> huh. So what do you want to do now? <laughs> Corey asks to. if he wants to sit on the couch, to which Sean says yes. They plop down on the couch and sit in the girl's bathroom alone. Oh, and then we're in the Matthews house. Another iconic scene alert. Shh. Eric is on the couch in a robe, drinking milk straight from the carton and squirting chocolate sauce directly into his mouth. He shakes his head vigorously to mix the two. It's a long time to wait for the B story to start, too, by the way. Like, I know. I, it's, yeah. But it works. It totally works. Oh, yeah. I just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's actually, I was just realizing, oh, we haven't developed yeah. Eric's storyline. It hasn't even started just yet. Just jumping into wow. it now. Wow. So Amy and Morgan walk in and Amy tells Eric, it's four o'clock. He's been sitting in the exact same spot when she left this morning. Apparently, Eric was supposed to be looking for a job. He tells her he's been watching crime shows on TV all day, and these crime shows have been solved by old guys, fat guys, and guys with wrinkled raincoats. It occurs to Eric that what this, world's ne- what this world needs is Eric Matthews, good-looking detective. He says it in a deep movie announcer voice. Morgan worriedly announces, I'm going to do so much homework as she runs up the stairs. <laughs> So really cute that this is the perfect way for Morgan to not be mean, really. I mean, it's a little mean, but it's perfect. She's like, my brother didn't get into college and now he sits around and watches TV all day. I'm going to do, I'm going to do all my homework. Great little one. She's a little one liner machine. She runs in, says a line, takes runs up. Uh, Eric continues telling Amy he's already thought of a theme song. He sings. Will, can you sing it for us? When the crime breaks out, all the cute girls shout, get the good looking guy. I have to say, people ask me to sing that. At like every convention. Really? Oh God, it's I hear it all the time. So good. Yeah. Uh, producer Tara said, I still knew every word to this song, and so <laughs> did I. So, uh, so he finishes with a hair toss and a smile at Amy, saying, Book 'em, good looking. <laughs> uh, do you remember the origin of this song? Did they let you do No. Oh no, no, I didn't. This was the, they wrote okay. all this. I would well, love they wrote to the say li- lyrics, I, but did you yeah. come up with the melody? Did you just spontaneously at the table read sing it? No, I think what happened was because they in the tag then uh Ray Colcord obviously did right. a version of the song. So my guess is they played some version of it for me to give me the kind of the cadence of the song and then yeah. I matched that. Um because no, this was all them. I'd love to say that I ad libbed any of this, but no, this was all the right. It is so just it was, it was great. So funny. So Amy is unamused. I'm scared for you. You've got to get out of this house. Eric asks, to do what? Let's say I find one of these so-called jobs. With a high school diploma, the best I can ask for is minimum wage. And what they take out for taxes? I can do better solving crimes. (laughs) (laughs) He starts singing his theme song again, but Amy lunges at him, covering his mouth. She pleads, you can't just mope around the house. Why don't you go out on a date? Eric tells her all the girls he used to date have gone off to college. Amy argues there must be plenty of nice girls right here in town. Eric asks, townies? You want me to date a townie? Oh, I can see them now, sitting on their couch in their ratty bathrobe, watching daytime TV and eating bonbons. Amy looks him up and down, and Eric confidently explains, these are Cocoa Puffs, and I'm a detective. Oh, great joke. (laughs) Oh. Just uh, Indy watched this episode with me and like these are Cocoa Puffs he lost it lost it just it's so funny it. it's so funny <laughs> it I also great. 
I have never wanted cocoa puffs so more so good. than. Didn't it look delicious? Yeah, I, I was don't like, know. I'm doing the, I'm doing the spoon puffs. acting because I don't want to yes. eat a lot of spoon time, acting. So a lot of like spoon jabbing. A lot yep. of jabbing. Also, like you really, like when you eat cereal, just stabbing it repeatedly with a just spoon. Just stirring. You were stirring it. You yes. were getting the cocoa puffs in there. But I, I also thought, man, that's the way to do it. To eat your cereal also out of an extra large bowl. The, everything about what you were do doing that? made no, I just use I a regular cereal, cereal bowl. That oh, it's it, like a I've salad had, bowl? I've had forever. Salad bowl? That is like this big. It's green. Uh-huh. I think it's based on the show, but it's this okay. big. And it holds a, a box, box of, right, a box of, of cereal. cereal. Are yeah. you serious? And you still I eat remember, out of this? No, no, it's been a while. It's now my popcorn bowl. But back in the day, <laughs> I remember when Love and I were dating, we would like sit in the morning with this thing and we'd share a box of cereal right. while watching cartoons. It was the That's greatest so thing great. like, ever. Yeah, I still have yeah. a bowl. I'm going to actually have to go buy some Cocoa Puffs because yeah. I it really made me want them. They're not as good as a Keebler Sandy, I've never Sandy had them. but they're good. Or great. a Hyundai. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to drive my Hyundai to get some Keebler Sandys. Get some Keebler Sandys. And Cocoa That's Puffs. That's great. I love okay. it. Okay. No, Fruity uh, Pebbles in that bowl are Ooh, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I bet that's really good. Mm. <laughs> so then we are in the three Cellini Brothers hair salon. Another new set alert. Another set. Wow, John and Corey. Right. This, this is a lot of new yeah. sets. And think about the sets. first episode of the season. We were driving. We did yeah. the yogurt cup. We did all money. new sets we had everywhere. Money. We, yeah. had money we had money now. Clearly we had money. We knew yeah. we were picked up at the end of yeah. season three and they gave us some so. dough. And yep. we planned around it. Absolutely. Yeah. So Sean and Corey are waiting for Topanga and Sean's getting antsy because she's been in there a long time. Corey asks, what are you getting so crazy about? She's just getting a haircut. Again, I love it. Corey, the optimist. Things are fine. Settling you down. Sean says, we've known Topanga her whole life. She doesn't wear makeup. She's never been to a beauty parlor. She's completely natural. And to that, I would like to say, ladies and gentlemen, I was not completely natural. No. (laughs) You can tell you had makeup on. I had an entire hair and makeup team dedicated to, and wardrobe, correct. uh, since the age of 12. Since just the to age make of 12, I've had that team of people, the natural, na- unnatural beauty of two hours a day in a, yes. in a chair. Just or a mother want doing everyone your hair to know all that. night long. That's exactly yeah. right. Hours and hours of yes. maintenance. Natural. Also, hours and hours of my life wasted, spend, spent thinking about every single morsel of food I put into my mouth. Being yeah. paranoid, I was going to look heavy on camera. So mm. I would just like to say I call on that. <laughs> just okay so Corey questions so what's the big deal sean explains she was beautiful without anybody's help now she's got professional help she's going to be mega beautiful we're not even going to be able to look at her directly without burning our retinas and i remember that line and it's so funny it's all so good it's so good Corey argues this isn't beverly hills it's a neighborhood beauty salon next to old lady schneider's donut shop they don't exactly do miracles here the camera cuts to a beautiful woman getting out of a salon chair and Sean gasps, old lady Schneider. Corey responds, it's a miracle. We are trying so hard not to lose it. We are trying so hard not to lose How it. I don't know what not? was going on, but there was some in-joke between the two of us. I don't know what it was, or but we thought that was the funniest thing ever. the funniest thing ever. It's legitimately funny. It's such a oh, good joke. But I could just tell that Ben and I can't look at each other in this moment. <laughs> like we're trying to avoid eye contact because if <laughs> right. we, we clearly are going to make each other lose it. I don't know. Oh my God. So I do remember all of the scenes with Dom. He is Mm -hmm. so funny and was so funny all week. And I think we generally in every scene that took place in this beauty parlor couldn't keep it together. I just, we were just having fun the whole time. Like it was just such a fun, great scenes. Yeah. Great. Absolutely. Great. 
I cackled at that old lady Schneider joke. Oh, me, I did Sean, too. oh gosh, Sean breaks it to him. The first thing she's going to do is dump you. Then she's going to start hanging out with other unbelievably good looking people. Corey asks how he knows that. And Sean says, it's what we do. It's what Again, we do. Hit so after hit after yep. hit after perfect joke after perfect joke. Yep. Corey says, this is all wrong. If anyone knows hair, it's me. When I get a haircut, it looks terrible for like the first six weeks. Then all of a sudden, it looks terrific for a day. For like and a then day. it's time for another haircut. <laughs> It's what I like to call the haircut cycle of shame. Cycle of One of the shame. greatest little monologues, like Ugh. just word for word. So funny. And Ben's yep. delivery. I'm just like, yes, 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 yes. yes. All it of it. Hit after hit after hit after hit of just, yeah. I can't catch my breath. It's all almost funny. every it's scene. Great. You could quote almost every line. Yes. You yes. know what I mean? Like almost every scene is an iconic line from Boy Beats World. Like the, wow. the next beat when I'm like, I live in a trailer park and my hair does the, uh, uh, yeah, like but my hair the does quotable this. Sean lines yeah. ever. Yes. And you know, you know what I think one of the things is that makes Boy Meets World so amazing is that in the seven seasons of the show, we probably have, so we did a, a total of 158 episodes. Well, those of you who were on the show, you did a hundred total of 158 episodes for people like me who were barely on the show. We did something more like a hundred or something, but there are probably really conservative estimate. 40 episodes that are like this one mm -hmm. that are so memorable, yeah. so iconic, mm -hmm. so incredible, so perfect from beginning to end. Maybe not quite as balanced, but there's so many amazing ones. Mm -hmm. And the and then there's probably another 60 or 70 that are just bees, which mm -hmm. is still great. Still pretty and damn then good, yeah. Maybe 30 that are like, mm, I could have done without that one. When you're looking at that ratio, no yeah. wonder the ones that aren't as good, people go, yeah, maybe I skipped that one. But overall, right. yeah. boy, do I ever love this show. Oh, yeah. Like, when you have the, what we're already starting with with season four, oh, yeah. you, that's you, find, also, you find a better show out there. That's also par for the course for any long-lasting television show. Yeah. You're, there's not a single television show in history that every episode was awesome. No, it just how doesn't could exist. it be? It doesn't exist. It's and not just a the thing. demand, the speed at which you have to write and yeah. deliver Correct. these episodes. I mean, you're doing 20, 21, 22 episodes a season. Sometimes 24. 24. Yeah. It's just such a crazy schedule. Yes. So yeah, I mean, the idea, it's more like, it's more like, uh, like, you know, and, uh, to do a sports ball metaphor. Oh, it's more I like, can't wait for It's more like baseball, you know? Baseball. It's like, you, you know, in baseball, it's, it's not about like, uh, it's, it, keep no, going. I don't know what I'm no, going to say. Gosh, yeah, I wanted you to keep going. Like, no, keep I was going to make a money ball metaphor because, right, okay. it's more like oh. you, you do like small moves. It's not like oh, okay. every time you have to, yeah. it's like you have to be more consistent over. So you're a going small, Bill James with it. Interesting. Sure, sure. Yeah, he knows that. Yeah. Bill James is the guy who wrote the book that Moneyball was based on. Gotcha. Where it's like, it's where it's the money. It's, a book, it's writer. recreating. It's a book. Yeah, I've always seen the movie. all this so. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. But yes, you're right. It's like, you know, let's, you know, we can spend the money in a better way to make the team more profitable, right, essentially. Right, right. So Sean asks, and that's what you think is going to happen to Topanga? Yes, I do, Corey says, because the universe knows we're supposed to be together. So the universe has seen fit to put Topanga in that chair and make her hideous so we can get through our teenage years awkward hand in awkward hand. Classic Boy Meets World universe. Yep. Like confusion with the fact that we're on a TV show thing, which we've talked a lot about. But this is like yeah. maybe the one of the first, like really clearly stated, like, and we're yeah, gonna we're have supposed a lot of this, right? Yeah. Oh like, yeah, a lot. But of this, Corey I was okay like, with this one. Yeah, because but it I mean, comes Girl out Meets, of awkward. Girl Meets World was all this. Yeah, like right, literally okay. every week of Girl Meets World, 
uh, Rowan's character would say something about the universe means that we're supposed to be doing this. Or, Uh, you know, it's basically like code for God. Like always, it's always like God means we're going to, you know, it's really, it's interesting that this is like one of the first times I think Corey's actually said universe, but Girl Meets World used that all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So Sean asks, you know, she's coming out great looking, don't you? Corey grabs Sean and hugs him as he groans. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And then we see Topanga. New crop topped, slowly walking out of the hairdresser's room as the audience woos. Yeah. And this is yeah. here possibly the most used gif of Topanga. Just yeah. so you know. That okay. Topanga walking out walking haircut, out. just me walking out is. You also had the look. You were like trying to be shy and coquettish, but you knew you looked good. You could tell. Oh, yeah. You I could, mean, well, yeah. it, it's the whole point <laughs> of the whole point of the yeah. scene. Also, when my dad watched yeah. this episode, my dad went, Where did you learn to walk like that? <laughs> <laughs> so sean stares at topanga in disbelief as Corey turns around to look at her he angrily cries this universe blows so i mean there we are another another perfect hilarious classic scene the biggest stretch is just that you haven't changed all that right like the fact that they have to like tie your shirt to make you like show a little little belly and like be a little sexier because the hair alone is like is it this is that, right. that different. No, it also is that he has done her makeup and painted her nails. It's yeah. a it's a transformation uh, yeah. of other things, not yeah. just the hair. I just I, you I, were you were hard to make over. You were already yeah. you know yeah, in, in that's this league thing. of of yeah. beautiful woman that or girl that, that you then you can't right. And I just think yeah, they could have. Well, they didn't play it down. They didn't play it down enough like they did in the nineties. Movies where it's like you know she's all that glasses. or all these things where it's glasses yeah. and, and a ponytail. It's yeah. like right. she can't be pretty. She has a ponytail, <laughs> right. like you know, like that. Well, that's of. the thing is Topanga so, already has transitioned from yes. like the sort of lacy dresses, fluffy right. curly, like the hair from the first season. Like in Had a way, this episode was written to this. Yes, yes. But especially after like we went to Florida, where you were in a, a different outfit that was showing belly and looking all yeah. cute then. Yeah. So like this look is already kind of happened over time. Yeah. So in a weird way, they they probably could have set it up better by just having you dress more like first season Topanga, those first couple scenes. Exactly. And then change your clothes completely. I don't know. It's right. Yeah. Well, it's, like it's you're tough. going to art I, class. You could, even that one scene just visually, she had been wearing where, the smock. She's a smock yes. with, like, with like paint and yeah. like she's maybe does have her hairs all messed up. I mean, yeah. like My they could have done something. I, I think then we would have criticized it. I think Maybe. we would have criticized it. We would have yeah, been like, oh, well, they're falling into the 80s movie yeah. trope. But I do think, and I think what happened was, I didn't ask to cut my hair until this summer. But my look had started to change in season three. Yeah. So the problem was they had already adjusted. They had already started trying to age me up and change me a little bit in season three before I was like, please, please, please let me cut my hair. Because you're right. Had we known this was coming all along, they would have been like, let's keep her young, innocent, yeah. all natural Topanga until she cuts her hair. And then, and then we have a massive change, change, wardrobe yeah, yeah, yeah. style, cha- uh, you know, yeah, big yeah. change for her. But we didn't know that was going to happen. But you're, I, I you're actually, what, 14 here? 14, 15? Oh, is this, 15. let's see, what? when did this air? This, this aired in 96. So I was 15. Oh, 15. Okay. This is 96. Season fall four, episode 96. three, fall of 96, I was 15. 
Weirdly, I felt like I looked younger in this episode than previous episodes. I did episodes. too, than in earlier episodes. <laughs> I weird? thought the same thing. I like, if you had played me this episode out of order, I would have been like, oh, this is 95 into 96. This is season three, basically. Because yeah. by the end of season three, I felt like I was like, ah, oh, I'm looking like a real teenager. But now I, I guess it's just the haircut. I probably yeah. had grown my hair out over the summer and then they cut it and I just end up kind of looking more like little boyish. I think I there was also something psychological, though, about going back to being sidekick Sean. Like there was no depression oh, sure. in this. You know what? There's no angst. Yeah. There's no, you were like funny, bubbly sidekick Sean in this. I don't right. know though. That scene with Topanga is pretty. That no, wrong. that scene you is. Know? Oh, and like, I love that. We have like scene. a love solid, and, yeah. and Sean is. I just love Sean as a character of this episode yeah. because he's like Me he's too. still like confident and like kind of dumb Sean in some ways, yeah. but but it's yeah. not. And, and, he, and he's uh, it's just so good. It's it's yeah. also good. We, it's like oh. a little bit like bad advice, even though yes. it's it's kind of what happens. It's yes. it's bad advice, but also based in like. Oh gosh, this is bad news for you. <laughs> like, yeah, right, a yeah. very honest friend. Right. We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what, what else was your mom doing? Uh, my mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You are right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books Company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code WORLD. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh... Every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. 
Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment Professionals can be as easy as a phone call. And one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Okay, then we're in the hair salon. Topanga asks the boys, well, isn't somebody going to say anything? Sean tries to control himself, whispering, she's my best friend's girl. She's my best friend's girl. And then he breaks and yells out, oh, what the heck? Marry me. I live in a trailer park and I have no education, but my hair does this. And he repeatedly (laughs) runs his fingers through his middle part. Gosh, it's funny. It's It's just funny. so funny. The audience screams. Corey tries to interject. Sean tells him to shut up, man. I'm going for it. I'm going for it. Shut up, man. I'm going for it. Corey grabs a spray Uh. bottle and sprays Sean with the water right in the face. Sean pats Corey on the back. Thanks. I'm back. And then he signals, call me when Corey turns away. That's the best the whole thing. Yeah, because it's like the predictable (laughs) joke, but then you add two extra beats to it. You know what I mean? Like, splash in the water. Okay, now it's funny. Now I'm back. And then the little, oh my God. It's so so great. That's so great. Corey asks Topanga, I want the name of the guy who did this to you. Topanga says, you don't like it? Corey says, it's not that I don't like it. It's just that I'm in love with this girl who was never interested in what she looked like before. And now I see makeup and polish on your nails and toes. And he pauses to tell Sean, stop looking at her toes. And Sean sighs, but they sparkle. They sparkle. (laughs) Sue lost it. (laughs) She thought that was so funny. They sparkle. Topanga says her stylist's name is Mr. Cellini, but she assures him, it's just a haircut. It's just some makeup. It's not going to change me. She looks at her watch and then tells the boys she has to go. Corey asks where she's going, and Topanga turns around to tell him, famous line alert. This outfit with this hair? Hello, bye-bye. I am so at the mall. Yeah. This whole episode is just chock full of the most One quotable- after another, quote, God. quote, 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 God, quote. it's good. Yep. Yeah. Topanga leaves and Corey says, this just isn't like Topanga. Obviously, she's under the influence of the so-called Mr. Cellini. Sean agrees and tells him they should go find him. Corey smiles and asks, you are my friend, aren't you? And Sean responds, of course I am. Corey asks, and that little thing with Topanga? Sean admits, I think the three of us can be very happy together. Hey! <laughs> Sean thruple. invented the thruple. First thruple. First Come thruple. Come on, spinoff. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> First ruffle. The three of us can be very. I was like, "Whoa!" I know <laughs> a progressive joke. I love it. The boys walk over to the hairdressers, and Corey asks, "Which one of you guys worked on Topanga Lawrence?" An Italian man steps up and says, "Ah, that would be me, Bosco Cellini." Corey toughens up. All right, Bosco, I want to know where you come off taking a natural beauty like Topanga and painting her face and nails and messing with her beautiful hair. Bosco points to Sean, calling him friend to the little whining boy, and asks if Corey just said messing. Oh. And then he says, for your informazione, it is very rare that on a Tuesday, our slow day, that Venus de Milo herself would sit in my chair and say to me, make with me what you wish. Bosco Bosco says he's a European man secure enough in his own masculinity to admit that he wept. He cried like a little baby cries. (laughs) Sean tells him, we're in the middle of Philadelphia here, so let's just drop this phony accent. Bosco asks, scusi? Sean yells, talk in English. (laughs) Bosco ditches the Italian accent for a thick Brooklyn one. This is how it went down. Chicky comes in, right. plops down half a C note, right? I do a little snippet. We're back in New York, boom, bada by bing. the way. I mean, I love it. It's so funny. But, but it like, works. We got to do it. Great. 
Corey agrees. She mm. is beautiful and admits that Bosco did a very nice job. Bosco pats him on the shoulder. Don't mention it. And that is the start of a fantastic drive-by appearance by Dom Herrera. Oh, he's so good. Just unbelievable. And then we are in Chubby's. Eric is on a date explaining to the new love interest that he's at a crossroad in his life because he didn't get into college like the rest of his friends. What friends exactly? I don't know. No, neither does Eric. <laughs> he tells her he's going to be stuck here for a while and she assures him it's not so bad you get used to it Eric admits he's okay with it he tells her I actually thought there was a career out there for me as a weatherman I even interned at Channel 5 I loved this reference me too he brought so cool. it back like it was a thing for him and it mattered and it I, mattered. Lo- I loved that yeah. yeah I thought it was great She's surprised, and he continues, I guess they thought I was too young and didn't have enough life experience, which is crazy. I'm 18. I've lived, you know. The girl agrees. She's 18 and feels like she has some life experience as well. She tells him she has a two-year-old to take care of. He's a big handful, and in between putting him in daycare and working double shifts at the Dairy Queen, I actually wouldn't mind a little less life experience. Eric responds, can't your parents help you? The girl's surprised, and her read of... Amazing. You have your parents helping you? you? Got your mom and dad helping you. It's so good. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> he reveals, yeah, you know, just financially. <laughs> I love which that is beat. Such it's a like, funny joke. Just financially. It's like, just, no, just we that. watch them support you in every possible way. <laughs> yep. Or as if just financially is not that big That's of a deal. That's my point. That was it's my like, thing is like, just so financially is like, just, oh, just putting that. a roof over my head. Yep, and just like, with oh, everything right. in my life. Yeah, exactly. Oh, she smiles and tells him he's very lucky. He thanks her and admits he's luckier than he thought. And that is a perfect scene. Perfect scene. Didn't need to be any longer either. It was exactly what you needed, right? Exactly what you needed. A a full life lesson and the way you look at her and smile and there's no, um, absolutely no sense of like, oh, this girl's not for me. No. You just have such a beautiful moment of connection with her and you smile at her in the most lovely way. It's just fantastic. It was very nice. So then we're in John Adams' We talk about a difference from the end or last episode where the towny girl- Right. was just a punchline. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And like totally right. not like this is this is such a better way to do it. And it's no less funny. Like this storyline is so even so funnier funny. than yeah. everything that happened in the last episode. Um, but, you know, and she's a fully developed. I mean, she is in this case, she is kind of archetypal, right? She works sure. at a Dairy yeah. Queen, has a kid, but it's not played for a joke. It's not played nope. for the stereotype. It's just great. It's perfect. Yeah. 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 She was so good, too. Just just incredible. So Mr. Turner walks into his classroom and has to announce to a few boys to take their seats. He wonders, what is so interesting that you all have to crowd around here? He stops when he sees Topanga. Oh, boy, look at you. She smiles and says, yeah, I got a haircut. Do you like it? Corey cuts off the conversation, telling Turner to focus. Some people are here to learn. Turner starts his lesson about John Merrick, who was immortalized in the play The Elephant Man. Okay. So now. Tony and I. Oh, oh my God. It's just, let's talk about it. Well, but for me, this was. Literature coming back into Boy Meets yep. World, which immediately yep. I was yep. like, yay, I missed this. I want, and it worked. Uh, Indy is sitting there and he's like, what? Is this true? There's right. There was a person named the Elephant Man. And I'm like, Boom. so there we are, the yeah. whole, whole, having to pause so I could explain right. to him. And now he wants to read the play. He wants to see the movie. I was wow. like, it, it was like, oh, the educational moment <laughs> right. is happening. It, it and works. he was like, laughs at like when, when, 
Tony does the whole, and then he has, has his head back, and uh, Indy was like, is, uh, "Is that true?" It was like yeah. he was like he was laughing at it, but then he wanted to know more about this real person. Right. Who, and I was like, "Yeah, it is. It's a real story, and it's a great yeah. play." And oh my god, he just could. But it was like, ah, uh, Boy Meets World is doing its job. It's please so please do me a favor and just show him a picture of the hideous Bradley Cooper. He, he's cl- <laughs> the hideous Bradley Cooper who played like, him in the play. Just show him what an ugly, horrible beast <laughs> the Elephant Man was. <laughs> no, this was his line that Tony, we would say to Tony all the time, all of really? us. We would go to him and go, and laid it until he eventually died. Like the way he said it, uh-huh. you could see Tony it's, like trying not we're to not laugh quite there yet. Doing, it, it, but, it absolutely oh kills me. It just kills me. So t- Turner says, even though he was tragically disfigured, he still won the hearts of London society with his wonderful inner spirit. Corey turns to Sean. I come from a great looking family and I'm just going through my awkward teenage phase. But that doesn't mean I can't win the hearts of high school society with my wonderful inner spirit. And Turner continues, what's interesting about John Merrick is that he came from a wonderful looking family, yet was so hideous himself, he was forced to wear a burlap sack over his head and perform as a sideshow freak until the day his oversized head rolled back and he died. It is one of the greatest speeches in all of Boy Meets World history because Tony is nailing it, but it's like funny and it is written so perfectly it (laughs) is delivered with such like perfect Uh. inflection it's just unbelievably funny yeah now what job interview did topanga have after this uh class She's going to she's sell a, a, a brick split level is on Oak Street. What, is, that what, is that what it is? Okay. Because <laughs> yeah. I thought maybe a bank. I didn't know. She yeah, it's interesting that they, that they went this direction, right? I know. Yeah. The other thing that you could have gone was more like sexy, I guess. Right. And they clearly right. decided that that wasn't, that doesn't no. make sense for Sophisticated Topanga. is the way yeah. they went. Yeah, but it's weird sense. because yeah. it doesn't. I also I look know. like I could sell you a cell phone. Yes. Yeah, but like well, they also, a they fancy did it, they, cell they, phone. They, they, and it's so, it's, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm bracketing this by saying it's creepy, in my opinion, to talk yep. about a 15-year-old like this. But they went, like, when she's just sitting there at the, ta- at the, the, the desk, they went kind of upscale, more sophisticated. But when she walks into the bathroom, your skirt is real <laughs> short. Will, my favorite memory that I told Jensen last night while we were watching this is when we did the commentary, which I, I don't really remember any of the thoughts that we shared about this episode when we did the commentary, but this was one of them. We did the commentary for this episode? We did. Oh, and one of that. my favorite wow. things is that Will said, that's not a skirt, that's a large belt. <laughs> I thought it was absolutely hilarious. He was like, as you're, as as a person who feels very much like your older brother, that <laughs> yeah. skirt is offensive to me. It's not, yes. a, it's not a skirt. It's a very large belt. And I wow. thought, I, it's so funny Wait, when that you, you mentioned it. when did you last listen to it, Danielle? To the commentary? I, not since we did it. No, oh. I, I, not, I don't. I remember when we did it. I remember from when we did it. That was with like- Michael. And Matt Lawrence and Ben and like everybody. Like, because there was, I'm trying to remember. Because we've done two commentary sessions and- I don't remember. This was one of our first ones. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's wow. funny. It's, it does. It's real short. Yeah, it's a real short skirt. It's yeah. really short. And that is why I think they balanced it with yeah. more with a, an oversized kind of long sleeve thing, but yeah. they did go they did go really short. Yeah. Uh I do love a short skirt, not going to lie. We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting, 
Will, what, what, what else was your mom doing? Uh, my mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You're right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books Company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code WORLD. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh... Every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call. And one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. So Corey asks, and when did he grow out of this death? Just then, Feeney walks in apologizing for the interruption. Feeney reminds the class that Friday is picture day, so dress nicely and try to look your best. Corey imagines the yearbook and we enter a daydream where Topanga and Sean look Ugh. great. This is, again, very iconic from the show. The inscriptions under our photos say, Queen of the Hotties, and there's enough for everybody. <laughs> so good. We then see Corey's picture, and he is wearing a burlap sack over his head with a quote that reads, I'm I a am human not, being. I'm a human being. 
Oh, so God. brilliant. It's so good. So good. Corey uh. snaps out of the fantasy and says he just wants to die. And he leans back on Sean's desk. He continues, please don't <laughs> lift my oversized head. Great. <laughs> it truly is perfect scene after perfect scene perfect after perfect scene. scene. It's the best mm-hmm. episode we've ever done. I'm it's, sorry. I'll say it. It's I agree. The best episode we've ever done. It's so Agreed. good. Yeah. And I then I might agree. Then we're back in the hair salon. Corey runs in and begs Mr. Cellini for his help. Cellini, talking in his Italian accent, tells him, see, Cellini is here to help. But when he sees Corey, he drops the Italian accent. Oh, it's you, the little whiny kid. Corey tells him he wants Cellini, the artist. He wants him to help, just like he did with Topanga. Cellini tells him, forget it. He doesn't take walk-ins. Corey pulls out some cash and says, I'm walking in with 75 bucks. Cellini quickly adjusts back to his Italian accent and announces to the salon, attenzione, cappuccino for the whiny kid. (laughs) And then... We're at the Matthews house. Eric's sitting on the couch in his same ratty bathrobe, eating those same cocoa puffs in those same filthy pajamas, sadly singing his made-up theme song to his made-up crime show. <laughs> Alan walks in confused. What the heck are you doing? Eric responds, this is who I am now, daddy. I'm a townie. I'm worse than a townie because I rely on my parents for economic support. I didn't buy this cereal. You bought my cereal. You bought my clothes. You bought this cereal. <laughs> You bought the milk, which was white when it started, but it's chocolate now because it's Cocoa Puffs, and I've been sitting here for nine hours. <laughs> it's perfect, Will. It's perfect. Every so moment of it. Oh, it was so fun. Alan grabs him off the couch and slaps a newspaper on his chest. Get off your butt. Get a job right now. He pushes Eric out the door, who's still in his robe and his pajamas, and Eric lovingly says, thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Daddy. This is the one my father, this is the scene my father talked about on the podcast where it was, it started with... Alan saying, get off your ass and get a job. Uh-huh. Oh. And then we did the next take and it was, uh, it finally became the get off your butt and get a job because he right. started ass once and it was, Mike was like, no, we can't do that. Can't do it. Yeah. So yeah, we did, I think one take that way and then it changed to that. But yeah. It was, so uh, funny. That oh, was fun. I also love how Eric had, it wasn't both the parents hounding him. Yeah. It was like the a mom for, uh, yeah, Amy came in first and tried to do it her way. Alan came in second as the dad, lifted him right. up, like, go get a job. Like, you get the two of them together. It's Different so- strategies, too. Like, it, yep. like yeah. there's a progression. So she didn't say, just get a job. She also said, maybe try dating somebody. Date. Yeah. It's like, yeah. there's yeah. other options. So, yep. yeah. Right. It's so good. Yeah, she's right. thinking about getting him out of the funk he's in. Right. Uh, kind of, what else could you do? You're in a yeah. depression. Maybe you need some friends, kind of a thing. And he's like, no. Get a job. You're not going <laughs> to be. Get a job. Yeah, yeah. get a job. Yep. Then we're back in the girls' bathroom. Topanga struts into the bathroom to fix herself in the mirror, and a stall door swings open. It's Sean announcing to Topanga, so here's how I see it. She cuts him off. You guys really can't make it a habit to be in here. Sean disregards her comment. I grew up with these two people, and I guess they're my two best friends in the world. And I was so happy I to hear I Sean. Down. Isn't that Talk sweet? Yeah. 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 To they I think the three of us now. could be really happy together. I know. See? <laughs> I'm more interested in that show, personally. Uh, right. I mean, go. that show's nice. pretty let's great. Let's just go there. I, I do really, th- it was really special for me as Topanga yeah. to hear, because I yep. still call it petty, but I still was hanging on to a little bit of the episode from the little Corey, where Topanga was really inappropriately going after Sean's choices and getting in his business, where Sean was mm-hmm. like, she's not my friend. She's your mm-hmm. girlfriend. There yeah. was a part of me that was like, Sean somewhere believes that, that like, if it weren't for Corey, I would not be friends with this person. So to hear this come out of his mouth, I feel like now I'm fully back on board for the rest of their future as friends to believe these three 
are close, yep. not just be- because of their individual relationships to each other. This li- this that adding that moment in did so much for me as a- watching the show. I love just it. really great. And then also just story wise, like that 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 Sean has taken Corey's anxieties and fears and yeah. insecurities and is doing something right. I'm, I'm making a choice. I'm actively going to Topanga on Corey's behalf, and then th- this conversation is so well written because I'm not telling you you did anything wrong i'm saying it's i'm just letting you know how it's affecting Corey and how i see it and like you got to do what you got to do and it's so it's just so well written and it's so nice because it's like sean is doing the right thing but he's not making topanga feel bad you know he's not like guilt tripping or he's not like you hurt Corey. it's like i disagree with you i don't think the thing i love about it is i don't think he's going to topanga he never even mentions Corey. he doesn't mention how this affects Corey at all he Mm. goes to topanga and says what happened to your confidence? You always had confidence in yourself. And now you are wrapped up in this outward appearance stuff. And who are you? Where where have you gone? My friend, I'm worried about you. You don't even make it about Corey. You don't say, listen, could you go back to, don't evolve. When you evolve, it bums bums my friend out. You actually come to me as a friend of Topanga to say, you have lost your way, my friend. And I'm worried about you. Don't I start with like my, I got my one friend going through a shaky time right now or something like that. Like he's. Sure. But that's, that's his shaky time on his own journey. Not now like your journey's adding to his journey. It's more about, I see both my friends going through their own shaky journeys and my job is to help get you through both of your shaky journeys. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. But and you it's also just see great. The, you see the joy and the difference when something is written when a character doesn't make it about themselves. Yeah. Right. So like great. Sean wasn't in that conversation at all. Had nothing to do with him whatsoever. It makes a big difference. I love that. Mm-hmm. So great. So um, Sean tells him, as I understand it, one of them, who in my opinion is a good looking guy, is going through a shaky time right now. Topanga gets worried and asks where Corey is. He tells her, that's not as important as where you are, Topanga. Right. In all Excellent. the time that yep. I've known you, I can't remember you ever looking in the mirror. You had this confidence in yourself, and I really liked that about you. Mm-hmm. Topanga defensively says, everyone in high school has a mirror in their locker and only cares about how they look. Sean responds, but up until a couple of days ago, you never did. Your world got completely rocked when you hacked your hair and saw for that two, for two seconds that you could actually look a little less than perfect. This realization hits Topanga, and she asks, this isn't me, is it, Sean? He tells her, it's not the Topanga I know, but obviously we're all at that age where we're going through changes. Topanga turns on the sink and sticks her head under the faucet, making her entire head wet. She flips it and hits Sean in the face, and they both <laughs> smile and laugh at each other. And we continue the streak of perfect scene after perfect scene after yes. perfect scene. And then we're back in the hair salon. Topanga runs in, hair drenched, and begs Cellini not to touch Corey. Cellini says, it's too late. He's finito. He announces, this is my best work ever. Everything I have done up until now was dreck. This is my masterpiece. He turns the chair to reveal Corey, who looks exactly the same. Indy screaming out, he looks exactly the same. Just loved it. I was like, yeah, that's the point. He's like, look at him. But it's Ben's face that sells it. I know. Yeah, it's oh, Ben's like happy Muppet face. Do you know what so I mean? He has an right. open yes. mouth smile yes. that is just so perfect. Because if you just turned around and try to look sexy or, right. or even no. just out of frame. Right, Zoolander it, yeah. It's the perfect like, huh? huh? Do you like me now? And not, it's so good. Yep, oh my it's God. It's, it's just perfect flawless. Oh my God. Oh, uh, Topanga sighs. He's beautiful. Cellini (sighs) responds, of course, I have had to call upon all my skills and powers. Corey asks if he really looks okay. Topanga smiles and holds out her arm saying, 
I think I'm falling in love all over again. Corey and Topanga are about to kiss when Cellini notices Topanga. You, you wet rodent. What have you done to my work? (laughs) Once again, as a European, I weep without embarrassment. Corey asks, what are you talking about? She looks beautiful, just like she always was. Topanga tells him, you too, Corey, just like you always were. They kiss and the crowd hoots and hollers and it's just glorious. So good. And then the tag, possibly our most memorable tag to this point. Yeah. In the Matthews house, Eric walks in now wearing a tux, announcing to his parents, I did what you said. I got a job. Amy says they're proud of him and Alan asks, what kind of job? Eric grabs the remote and tells him, check it out. He turns on the TV and his crime show theme song is playing as well as a full intro to a show called (laughs) Good Looking Guy that's starring Eric Matthews. The intro features him with a really bad green screen and a terrible fake gun. He's running faster than a sports car, swimming with a humongous shark, surfing with a gun in his hand, and pretending to ride a camel across Egypt. Before the intro ends, we hear Amy's voice asking, Eric? And he stops the charade asking, Mommy? Mommy? We flip to see Eric asleep on the couch. Amy and Alan are trying to wake him up. Eric pops up, Daddy, I was fighting crime. Alan sternly sternly tells him to put down the Cocoa Puffs and get a job. Eric obliges and mutters, send me out in my bathrobe. What kind of job could I possibly get in a bathrobe? He opens the door and adds, at night. <laughs> just so great. That was a Mi- Michael added that the second take. He's like, just really? say at night at the end. It's I was like, all right. so oh my God. funny. By at the way, night. it was a real gun. Was Whoa. it? It was a real gun with a real silencer. Yep. So after we turned this episode off, it was, it was Indy's bedtime, okay. which took... About 30 minutes longer than normal, and I was able to record some moments from it. Uh, okay, please. Can we, can we play that file, please? Even in the ocean. <laughs> when a crime breaks. Did the cube go shot? That's all I know. Yeah. All right, so he what? had it on a freeway, too. <laughs> when did he be arrested? He had just a gun everywhere he went. And he was like, oh, oh, oh. Remember when he was, they were doing it, and he was like, and then, and then there was, oh, the freeway, it was moving, and it was, everything was moving, and he was like, oh. Alright, let's go to bed. And then when all the people came, like, and were they surfing, uh-huh. <laughs> there was just a bunch of kids next to him, and he was just like, oh. Alright, let's gotta go to bed, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Non-stop. Stop. That was yes. when I was able to like pull out my phone and record because he just he was dying and he was singing the song. And he was like, it looks so fake. I love oh it. My God. It was oh. just by far the most successful moment of Boy Meets World as far as India is concerned. Yes. He just oh, I'll take All it. Loved age it. groups were oh my addressed God. in this episode. Oh, he loved it so much. And I, so I just yeah. oh, I love hearing that. Oh, man. oh, that's awesome. Well, A++++, plus, 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 possibly yep. the number oh. one for all three of us. Couldn't love it more. Our next episode recap will be season four, episode three, I Ain't Going to Spray Let Us No More, which originally aired Octo- October 4th, 1996. What is that? I, have- I, think I, be, I think I know what exactly is what it is. When oh, is this Alan when we open up the job? wilderness the, store? The wilderness I so. store. Oh, I think this is the wilderness store. I think so. Wow. Yep. Does it happen in the same episode that like he's, Stops working at the at the grocery store and then in the same episode has a wilderness store. I don't know. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, I don't Maybe. know. I don't know. I don't. Either. I feel like they could have. I don't know, but I feel like that's something they would have wanted to spread out at least over two episodes. I'm quitting my job. A big a big dad quit his job episode and then a big I bought a wilderness store episode. But I don't know. 
Producer wow. Maddie says yes. It's in yes, one episode. in one episode. Wow, it's all happening, yep. guys! It's all it's happening. Cra- I, I, I'm, I'm amazed. Gangbusters! Because yeah, I remember we had so much fun in that wilderness store set. So wow. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. So Gosh, I don't know if I great. ever set foot in that set. I know. I don't really? Either. Oh I don't God! So. We as, have as a so many stories from that set. Is, That's so funny. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. Maybe I'll see it and then I'll remember it. Yep. Well, thank you all for uh, being here for this episode of Pod Meets World. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Pod Meets World Show. You can send us your emails, podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. And we have merch. When a crime breaks out, all the cute girls shout, go get some good looking merch. Yes! Podmeetsworldshow.com will send us out. We love you all. Pod dismissed. Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Will Friedle, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production, Danielle Romo. Producer and editor, Tara Sudbach. Producer, Maddie Moore. Engineer and Boy Meets World superfan, Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon, and you can follow us on Instagram at podmeetsworldshow or email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandies shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.